0: (laughs) sharp tongue podcast it's tuesday morning this shit was supposed to be up on monday but i got back from the road on sunday so i said fuck it all on monday um Yeah, I was like, fuck it. I just had to chill. I had to Netflix and chill. I had to just relax, do the most, smoke a little weed. Hold on. Smoke a little weed. Yep. Is this going to become a habit where I just do podcasts? I get high into do podcasts? Well, if it is, I could think of worse habits. At least I'm not sucking a dick. (laughs) And doing a podcast. I think this is a little bit more admirable than that. You know, dicks only give you so much. And then, you know, you're left with tears. At least with weed, it's like if I order food, it felt like a whole experience. You know, I got high. I ate delicious food. Everything's so much better afterwards. You're like, oh, my God, breathing is delicious. This weed I got from Sacramento. Shout out to Sactown for everybody who came out to my shows. I was in the... Punchline. I was at Punchline with Marcella this past weekend. Uh September and we had is it still September? Yeah, it's still September. I was just there Thursday, Friday and Saturday. We had a damn good time. Um my cell phone's being blown up right now because I'm kind of famous and adorable. So people tend to, you know, gravitate towards me. No big deal. So shows were a lot of fun. The weed is amazing in Sacramento. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are doing out there, but keep doing it. It's like kale. It's like kale weed, and I'm all about it. We had a delicious time, man. I've been on the road hardcore. I went from Atlanta. Marcella was opening up for me in Atlanta. I went to Portland. I was at the the, um, Helium Comedy Club. Is it the Helium in Portland? I think it is. Yeah, Helium Comedy Club in Portland. Then I went to the Austin. Um, uh, The Comedy Club in Austin was... God, you know, you for, you just forget the fucking names of these comedy clubs because you, you go all over and the, you you even forget the towns you were in. Cap City was Austin, and then Sacramento this past weekend, and in next weekend or this weekend I should say this Thursday, Friday, Saturday I'll be at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, New Jersey. So, fucking buck up, New Jersey, bring the bring the heat. Bring the Funk, Stress Factory, this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, New Brunswick, New Jersey. Come out and see the Jess America Tour. I will have one of my very good comedy friends, Marty Caproni, aka Marty Caproli, aka Marty Crapoli, opening up for me. Uh, Very hilarious dude. Strong comedian. Not a strong man, but a strong comedian. (laughs) probably saying this fucking bitch right now <gasps> um yeah so i'm very excited to keep this tour going i've you know it's 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 a grueling thing to do to travel all the time i was lucky because this last weekend in sacramento i got to bring carlin which as you guys know uh, you know i have a pitbull boxer mix named carlin after the great george carlin um i'm gonna sneeze <laughs> Yep. That's my sneeze. Um, little insider information. It sounds like a, uh, a car muffler being blown out of a 88 Chevy. Uh, Carlin got to go with me because he is a pit bull. I don't get to fly with him. He's, um, prohibited from a lot of airlines. So I'm, I'm hoping that one day we can train him to be some sort of a service animal. I would love my, my goal and dream, is to make it so that he's qualified to go into children's hospitals because he's so sweet he is the sweetest dog um he just has you know he just needs some more obedience training he loves people he loves children so i really would love to be able to bring him into children's hospital and have the kids meet him and pet him and have him like their face although i don't know if there's like health problems like i don't know if, you know, some of these kids are sick and then my dog comes in and licks their face and just makes the situation worse. I'm going to have to look into this a little bit more. The weed is really starting to get to my heart and soul right now. So I'm like, I want to bring my dog into, you know, this immaculate hospital of children who have skin infections and my dog lick them. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm going to be a horrible mother. Um, But, you know, the the, the intention is, is pure. Maybe I'll just bring him to a playground and let him loose and just leave them there. <laughs> So I was able to bring him to Sacramento with me, which honestly was so great because I never get to hang out with him on the weekends. I'm always on the road. Fozzie usually comes with me. And so I did a little switcheroo. I left Fozzie with Liz, my assistant, who brought her dog, Winnie, Fozzie's girlfriend, over. So Fozzie had a little staycation with his bitch. And then Carlin drove. We drove up to Sacramento. And we chilled all weekend. We had a damn good time, you know. We really lived it up. He may have gotten onto the bed one night. I don't usually let him sleep on the bed. I don't want him on my couch. Um, My dogs are my dogs. I love them, but I have a lot of limitations to where they can get into the house because Cesar Milan says this is my fucking kingdom and these dogs better not have free reign of the house. So I'm like, motherfucker, that couch is my couch. You don't get on that couch unless I say you can. And that's just to like, my grandpa is how i say that that's who i say that shit to that's a lie my grandfather died i don't i only have one grandparent left let's not go into the death portion of the show let's let's save that for later i um, this weed is unreal i'm so sorry if anyone's listening and they're offended by that you should probably just hang up right now cuz weed is amazing it can solve a lot of problems <laughs> a lot of problems it can solve um so yeah i was able to bring carlin who's now licking his asshole to Sacramento punchline dope shows Marcella and I Marcella opened for me so in our typical fashion we always have one night where one of us gets so wasted that they throw up this is becoming a reoccurring thing uh we went out to I it was on Friday night after our shows we went out to a club called Momo's above Harlow's in downtown Sacramento and first of all ten dollar cover Um, Excuse me, club owners. I am a girl. I am adorable. I have a drinking capability, much akin to a ship captain. Let me in for free, you dumb fucks. This isn't even me trying to be stingy, but that should go across the board to all clubs. Let the ladies in for free. The dudes will follow, okay? The dicks will follow the chicks. Let's really consider this downtown Sacramento. I was, like, so... Turned off by that. But then I heard, like, Mob Deep remix through the window. And I was like, well, I have to go into this club. So we paid admission to get into a fucking club. What is this, 1992? Are you a knight of the Roxbury, you dicks? So we went in, Marcella and I. We took the staff out. We took a couple of the waitresses out. We took the manager out. You know, just a little customer appreciation. Staff appreciation night. Staff party. Um, you you got to treat the comedy club staff well because they are out there making the the crowds happy. So we went out, we got wasted, tequila was flowing, Heineken was flowing. I'm drinking Heineken now because I don't know if anybody read that on Facebook that thing that about the healthiest beers, you know, those that that story that went around, whatever the article was, and Heineken was on that list. So I'm like, "All right, well, I'm going to fucking drink Heineken." Even though it's delicious, delicious delicious that's like dishing and delicious at the same time. No, I'm just delicious. I'm watching Dish Cable and I'm and I'm delicious. It was it, Heineken's pretty delicious. So, we started to dance. Uh. I'm so gross today. I mean, I should probably get my bodily functions under control before I do a podcast. I'm such a I'm such a slob. That's so gross. Whatever. I'm single. Who cares? Um So, we started dancing and, and Marcel and I like we clear a floor when we start dancing it's a whole thing like get the fuck out of the way marcella dances she has really big ass hair and her hair because it's so big and flowy dances to a different beat than the rest of her (laughs) so it's like two people dancing to two different songs because her hair just bops everywhere and i got me my little skinny knobby knees just doing my damn thing listen don't be fooled i can dance like a motherfucker that's one of my little skills i can get down i can work i can work I can can crip walk, I can have a break because my lung capacity, my my, uh, oxygen capacity in my lungs sucks, so I tend to have to take breaks because I dance that hard. We were dancing, and this fight broke out. A bunch of Indian dudes were dancing to Indian music, which was fun. I love Indian music, it's a lot of fun. And then they started throwing punches. And so it was really bad. Like the whole club was fighting. It felt like a movie. Like I was, it was like, you know, where is, I feel like juveniles going to come around the corner. Where's Ja Rule? Like a couple of those guys are going to be in this movie and you know, it's turf battle in downtown Sacramento. Um, but you know, Indian music was playing. So it was very, it felt surreal to be high and drunk and see that. I'm like, am I in a Quentin Tarantino movie? What's happening? What's, what's my line? Somebody give me my line. Um, Fight broke out. Kept going, kept going, kept going. We were freaking out. And then Marcel and I were like, well, whatever. So Marcel and I were like the only two dancing while this fight was happening. Um, And everyone else was freaking out. So if that tells you anything about our judgment and um, being able to focus on the task at hand, there you go. We were like, well, we still need to do these dance moves while people are bleeding from their noses in the perimeter of the club. That's not our problem. So get your shit together while we uh, get down and dirty with our skinny ass knees. Her and I have the skinniest fucking legs. Look like, we look like mid-metamorphosis of a flamingo into a human. And we didn't quite make it all the way. That's what our legs look like. Dancing, dancing our asses off. And there were some fine chocolate dudes in there. Woo! Were there some fine chocolates. Hello, swirl life. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've never, you know, dipped into the chocolate jar. I'll let you guys know whenever I do. We We got wasted dance, the fight stopped, and then the fight, that physical fight stopped, but then Marcel and I started a dance fight between her and I, and um, we both won, definitely equal capability with the dancing, I might be a little bit more adorable than she is, because she has such a consistent resting bitch face, (laughs) so... Get, we're di- doing our dance fight And then we're like, we gotta go Because we've been drinking all night We we really need to go and the second show on Friday night Both of her and I were a little bit buzzed A little drunk, actually I, d- I usually don't perform drunk ever um, I really don't drink that much anymore Even though the past three podcasts Are of me telling you guys about me vomiting on pizza Of which Marcella ate afterwards So let's not Let's everybody keep this shit in perspective um, But, y- y- you know we I don't perform drunk. Second show Friday in Sacramento, I might have been a little drunk. And then we went out and danced. And so after all this dancing and bullshit, we needed to have IHOP, right? We were those girls. We got wasted. We did dance fights. And then we went and got I- IHOP. Some real basic bitch shit. <laughs> and let me tell you, I got a moons over my hammy sandwich, some pancakes, um. I had I might even had an orange juice. I really did it up. I did it up. Marcella had her post office nails in my face. Her hot pink. I'm working the day shift, the morning shift at the post office nails. She looked like she owned the post office. She. (laughs) That's what I said last week when I was on the when we did a podcast high together. Her nails are ridiculous. She does look like she owns a a post office. We um. I'm sorry, I was just taking another drag This weed calms me down I need it in my life We went to IHOP This bitch, Marcella whoever, t- One of the managers from the comedy club Had his gym clothes in the car And Marcella went, They dropped us off at the IHOP And Marcella found, Went into the gym bag And put his shorts His, his um, boxer briefs On her head like a dashiki She, she wrapped her head up like, she was a cab driver in New York City, and, and we proceeded to go to the IHOP with shorts on her head, <laughs> with, with, with uh, boxer briefs on her fucking head. I mean, it, we're just, and we were like, and then every other day, we're like, why are we single? We're so great. Guys don't realize how great we are. I mean, Jesus. Well, you know why we're single? Because you're walking into an IHOP at three o'clock in the morning in Sacramento with a pair of dusty old gym boxer briefs. So we went to IHOP, got our food, and we went home like respectable women. And then the next day, Marcella was the one who vomited. I was rough. I had a rough day the next day. Carlin definitely felt, got the short end of the stick that day because I, you know, I want, I went to take him to the dog park and then I just, I couldn't even drive. I'm like, you know what? We're going to get, if we get pulled over, you're going to get a DWI, Carlin. That's what's happening right now. So he suffered. He suffered. But I took him out later in the day, and he he, uh, crapped a bunch. We had a fun time. We threw the ball in the park. Um, Some little shih tzu punked on him, came up to him in the dog park and punked on him. And Carlin was like, oh, you need to chill. You need to chill. Why are you fighting, little dude? Why are you fighting? I don't think that's what Carlin sounds like. I think Carlin, if he talked, would be like, hello, my name is Carlin, and I'm a dumb dog. (laughs) you're not dumb carlin oh my god the weed is really kicking in right now is anything making sense you guys can't even let me know right now i'm gonna have to listen to it afterwards and see what happens i'm gonna commit to it you know what i'm not gonna edit anything out i'm not gonna do that i don't like to do that with my podcast i just keep it all in whatever we're fucking keeping it in there um i actually marcella was nice enough to invite me to her mom's house in Modesto, where she's from, and we had a little barbecue. There are babies there. She's got a couple of nieces and a nephew that are little. Nephew's like 18 months, and she's got like a three-year-old niece and a four or five year old niece. I realize I don't know how to hold children. <laughs> you know, because they're so little. I was in the pool and in, they just want, you know, they're, they're so sweet. They just want you to hold them. And then I feel this pressure. Like, what if, you know, I, I drop you, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to be responsible. Cause I just, I didn't know how to hold. Like, am I supposed to, is it cool to like hold the kid near you? Or are you just, I was like holding her out. I was holding her out. Like she had a shitty diaper. <laughs> oh, it felt so unnatural. And I'm like, okay, this is nature being like, nope, you're not meant to be a mother. You're not meant to be a mother. And then, like, entertaining kids. I go out every weekend, and I entertain strangers. And I talk about my life and the stresses of my life and all these personal things. And that's what I do. I entertain grown people, and I'm fine with that. Entertaining children that don't even speak English yet stresses me out. (laughs) I was just going to say stretches me out. english and stretches me out it stresses me out they, and they don't even speak the language yet like and i'm worried about impressing these little bastards i feel so much pressure to be like be funny to two two-year-olds and they you know they'll let you know that they don't fake it that's the downfall of having a kid if you're not funny in front of a kid if you try and say something they don't laugh it's really not funny and they'll tell you like that wasn't funny and you're ugly they just come out and say it. And you're like, you're right. I'm not funny and I'm ugly. You four-year-old dick who just learned English. How are you able to be so spot on when you learned English five minutes ago? I am a, I'm, I'm an unfunny dick, you little asshole. Here, now let me hold you awkwardly. <laughs> so uncomfortable. And then you just like, I felt all judged by the 18-month-old. He kept looking at me and scowling and like giving me like fuck you face and I was like what's up what's up what's up what's good what's good I was like Nicki Minaj to Miley Cyrus what's good what's good 18 year old what's good all that shit you were talking about me in the news the other day and he's like I don't speak English I just pooped my pants and stared you right in the eyes that's what I realized babies if they're scowling at you then they're just they're shitting their pants <laughs> Yo, that is the funniest thing and also like the last moment in our life where we truly know freedom when you can shit in your pants and nobody judges you that's true freedom and we lose that at like two years old and then we become a prisoner to being respectable in public (laughs) but if you're holding a baby and they're scowling and grunting they're shitting their pants they're shitting their pants how great is that? A baby, you can just like hold him and he'll crap his pants and look you right in the eyes and you still love him or her. You're like, oh my God, you just totally shit in your pants, but I still love you. I still love you, even though I can feel the warm crap pile seeping out of the back of your pants. I love you, kid. I love you so much. And I know the scowl, I love you because I know the scowl wasn't personal. That's when we're like, oh, my God, to- it's so good. You, you, didn't, you weren't trying to be a dick to me. I love you because your scowl had to do with the fact that you crapped your pants. You can't crap your pants as an adult, you know? If you crap your pants as an adult, you have to tell it on a podcast because it's disgusting. Like, you have to tell it as a story. You, nobody's going to hold you afterwards. You can't feel that pant-crapping freedom give me a break. These little babies don't know how good they have it. And then somebody comes along and wipes your ass with a warm towel. What are we in Thailand? This is amazing. (laughs) I mean, are you kidding me? You get tits in your mouth. You get, no wonder babies cry all the time. They're like, this is fleeting. The tits in my mouth, the warmth, people petting me. I can crap my pants without judgment. Food, all sorts of food all the time. No wonder babies cry because they know all of that is going to be torn away from them. And they're going to have to go out into the real world and fight for themselves to get those things. Oh my God, speaking of babies, how could I forget? My sister found out that she's having a boy. <gasps> Oh my God. So that, that the contest I did a couple months ago to name my sister's baby, I'm going to have to look back and see if any of you had good names. She's having a boy. I'm so excited. I'm so happy that it's a boy and not a girl. I would not want to raise a girl. And who knows what this next generation is going to have to deal with as far as like communicating and, and communicating with human beings, not just like social communication, but like, you know, actually having conversations, like maybe that's totally going to go away. Maybe people aren't even going to, maybe people aren't going to converse with one another through podcasts. (laughs) Or people are just going to send voice notes. Like maybe we'll never smell another human being. Who knows this next generation is going to have to deal with. But I'm so happy that she's having a boy and not a girl. Uh, Because I just wouldn't want, let's be, let's, that was me sparking up again. <sighs> I wouldn't want to have a girl in this day and age. And all the press all the Facebook, all the fuck Facebook, all the Instagram. Bitches, stop posting titty selfies. And I know dudes listening right now are like, no. Keep posting the titty selfies. Bitches, stop being so thirsty. Why are you so thirsty? If you're not making money, why are you so thirsty posting titty? Titty pics, no one needs to see all of that. Keep some shit to the imagination, dudes like to imagine shit. Don't don't take, you know, dudes for granted. Like they have an imagination, and and we're fucking it up by putting everything out there. Then they're not gonna have to, they're not gonna have to use their imagination anymore. They just get it. They can see it. You bitches are ruining that. You're really destroying lives by posting all these. Salacious and slutty photos. You know? I mean, call your dad. Is your dad around? Where was your dad? Where's your mom? Where are your friends? Post. I'd rather you post a bullshit Maya Angelou quote than your tits. You know? I think shitty poetry can be more poetic than slutty tits. And I'm all for girls feeling comfortable in their skin and power and all this, but don't use, don't tell me it's feminist. Don't tell me it's a feminist move to post your titties in a slutty, post slutty photos on Instagram. That's not feminism. That's actually the opposite of feminism. You can feel strong and beautiful, but I just think, like, leave some shit to the imagination. You know, be, be more creative with it. But draw like draw something on your titties. Draw Mount Rushmore on your chest, and post that. Have a skill be correlating with your posts. That's my challenge for women out there. And dudes, stop being such perverts on Instagram. Stop being such Instagram trolls, looking for those titties. We all need to work together to reduce the titty. Um, about the you know the free the nipple thing. That's all great. But you know what? There's there's some part of a traditional outlook on life that isn't so bad. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying put a, you know, wrap yourself up in a goddamn shawl all day, but you know, maybe just consider not showing so much on Instagram. Maybe show maybe show you riding a unicycle. That would be fun. I mean, even you riding a unicycle with no top on, I'll be impressed. Put an Instagram video of that not just your tits. That's boring. And also very basic. Tit pics, I mean, he's sort of, you know, gross, overly skanky positions. It is just, come on. I, don't be on all fours. Don't get down on all fours. Recite four score and seven years ago. What was, what's that? <laughs> don't be on all fours. <laughs> Don't be at all fours. Recite the Gettysburg Address. <laughs> don't undress. Recite the Gettysburg Address. Four score and seven years ago. <laughs> oh, man. And, you know, I don't care if anybody complains about what i'm saying oh free the nipple it's a feminist thing we can show our bodies and be proud of our bodies yeah we can be proud of our bodies i'm all for that let's just dial it back on the skankiness and the over availability play a little play the game a little even though games are annoying don't show so much hold off that's my challenge and to myself you know i hold myself to the same challenge you know the dude i've been kind of seeing We're still chatting. I decided to hold off on having sex. And, you know, that could be a very bad decision for a lot of people because maybe it'll, you know, cause a more ferocious animal to come out (laughs) because you've been holding back so long. But, and I'm not trying to be like, I'm not like a puritanical person. I, I just decided like, I'm going to wait and see if I like this dude before I let him into my vagina. You know, that's a sacred place. Your vagina is a special place. You have one vagina your whole life. And you know, you, you're, it's going to take a beating. I'm sorry, dad. Your daughter's vagina has taken a little bit of a beating <laughs> and you just got to treat her right treat her right. You know, pamper her. Tell her she's beautiful. Make somebody work for her. Make somebody impress you enough to let them into the door. Don't just give them the key. Make them guess what the combination is first. So I just decided to hold off a little bit and see if I really like this dude. And you know, if it ends up being that I hold out for somebody who doesn't really like me, well then you know what? I didn't fuck somebody who didn't really like me. And then... If I did do hold out and we do bone and it's dope, bam, wonderful, fall wedding, let's do it. Sign me up. <laughs> then I made the right decision. It's all about challenging yourself, I think, and, and, and figuring out what, what's most important. Right now in my life, what's not most important is just fucking. I take it back. I need to have some sex. But I'm being picky about it. I'm being picky about it because you know what? I deserve it. I work hard. I'm a nice person. I'm funny. I'm loyal. I'm adorable. I'm adorable. So I decided all those things come at a price and the price is you got to wait a little bit to get into this amusement park. <laughs> you got to wait a little bit to spin in these teacups, okay? So that's what I decided to do. And uh it's going okay. I'm I'm turning into a monster because I do want to, um, do things that involve no clothes. So we'll see how long I can hold out. It's been four dates. It might be five over the weekend. We'll see. And, uh, you know, we'll see if he's, (laughs) how many girls he's been boning in the interim waiting to get into my vagina. (laughs) You know, you always have that extra stuff on the side. So, we're gonna find out, man dating you know it's difficult dating's difficult you It's just you go out on a date and if you have chemistry, you're like, "Oh shit, well, wait a minute, but then some people don't even they're almost immune to chemistry because they know there's so many options, and that's to me one of the biggest issues it's just the the there's too many options, so you know going out on dates if there's no chemistry. that just ends up being material (laughs) for me. So maybe that's why on these, I'm on a dating app happen. Nobody, I get very little responses. I put in the thing that I'm a comedian and I think that just turns dudes away and they're smart because a lot of the experiences that happens in a relationship become, you know, a comedic fodder for material. What do you want from us? You know, we bring our work home with us. We bring our work everywhere with us. As comedians, we live our work. Our, our existence is our work. So, but you know, I, I've been on two dates from this app. One dude I met at the gym. You know, that should have been my first red flag. Why, you, why you want to meet me at the gym? I mean, and you know, it, we're going to be gross and sweating, just from the from the jump start we're just gonna be disgusting right off right off the bat but then in another breath I'm like yo this is the smartest place to meet a person if you think about it because you are kind of gross and disgusting and breaking yourself down and sweating and if a dude or a girl still wants to chill with you after they've seen you like that there's no place to go but up usually people put their best foot forward when they start dating, you know, girls put on all the hair and the eyelashes and the makeup and the extensions and the butt implants. And then, you know, guys, whatever, you know, they, they're doing this, they're doing that. They, they have a nice jawline and then all, you know, all that stuff looks great in the beginning. And then all that stuff gets taken away and you're left with trolls. You're left with trolls. I think it's starter to smart, starter to smart. It's smarter to start lead with the troll. Lead with the gym troll because then it's like, yo, it's only going to get better from this. Like, once we go out on a Friday night, woo, you better buckle down because I'm going to bring the titties out and put the ass up. You're going to see a Clydesdale prancing down this goddamn street for a, the pretty parade. So we met at the gym off of the app, and I told him, I texted him, I was like, we are not working out together. FYI, I don't want to hear you grunting, huffing, and puffing in my ear. When I'm trying to, you know, really work on my glutes and do my squats. I can't do my squats if you're sitting there talking about what college you went to. We really got to set some boundaries at the gym here. So he, he, he abided by that and met me by the stretching maps, The mats that you stretch on at my gym. <laughs> and it was so awkward. Like, in my mind, I'm like, yo, people are going to know we're on a date. I'm going to hug him and be like, nice to meet you. What is it, my dentist? Am I meeting my dentist at the gym? No. So we hugged. He was all sweaty. It was gross and weird and awkward. And I still wasn't quite done working out. But I was like, I just want to get this date over with because this guy's giving me those stage five clinger eyes. He had stage five clinger eyes. And it's just like, oh, dude, you can't come to the gym on a date and be thirsty. You got to pick one. You can't bring all that heat at once. So we went to... The, there's a, a bar next door To the gym Which is my favorite combination Squats and shots <laughs> I'm gonna open up a gym And call it squats and shots And there's gonna be a, People are like Oh wow Like what kind of you gonna do wheatgrass shots No motherfucker Tequila I like to do yoga And then do tequila shots So We go next door Go to this bar And craziest thing the waitress was one of my old comedy friends Chantel Carrere who is just so funny um she was working at this bar and we her and I just had this whole like nostalgic moment you know I'm 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 on the first date with this dude and here's a waitress a girl that I've basically started doing stand-up comedy with and her and I are just reminiscing about old times and I'm like all nostalgic about it and she's like who's this fucking guy and I'm like oh this is date number one from my happen app you know and she took a selfie with him <laughs> 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 she took a selfie with this dude and you know we chatted like the conversation was all right that's another thing like you gotta like the person Depending on what you want, if you want something serious, you got to like the person. So I just was like, the conversation's okay. I can overlook the weird lingering eyes. Maybe he's just nervous. The weird lingering eyes got weirder and stronger and more intense and, you know, we wrapped up what we were doing. I wrapped it up. I'm like, the, I gotta cut this short because I need to go home and get some real protein in my body. I can't deal with this shit right now. My muscles are depleting. My soul is drying up. I have to get out of here. So we left. We walked down the street and he asked for a hug. He's like, Can I give you a hug goodbye? Which is just like, dudes, just hug a bitch. Take control. Don't ask. Y- y- read the signs. If a girl has her arms crossed and she's not playing with her hair and has, is not squared facing you, she doesn't want a fucking hug. If she was just doing squats and weighted lunges at the gym and, and you know, chest flies, she doesn't want a hug. She doesn't want a hug, okay? She wants food, she wants to be stretched, and she wants some space because she smells. So he asked me for a hug. I give him a hug because I'm a nice person and I figure, you know, does this count as like charitable charity? Uh, so, and then he wouldn't let go. He wouldn't let go. And he even made like little noises like, mmm, mmm, like little moaning noises. Like he was eating cream of wheat. <laughs> You know when it's like a nice snowy day outside, it's a snow day, you're not going to school and your mom makes you a bowl of cream of wheat and you're just like, mmm, those are the kind of noises he was making holding me. And I had let go and he hadn't. He was still holding on to me and, and, and I was had let, had let go, you know, a good 10 seconds before that. Just very uncomfortable. And then I was like, okay, okay, um, great. And he's like, call me, you know, let's hang out again. I had a really great time. Of course you had a great time. I'm fucking fantastic. Yeah, you had a great time. I'm adorable. I'm, you know, I bring a lot to the table. You had a fucking great time. And you're you're creepy. So, of course you had a great time. I didn't. The whole time I was trying to figure out how I was going to talk about this on my podcast. And so I'm walking. I live near my gym. So I walk home. It's about a five-minute walk, if that right when I get into my apartment, he FaceTimes me. I just left this guy. He FaceTimes me. And my friend, and Laura was here at the time, Laura Murphy. And she's like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. "Uh, no, 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 no. Don't answer that. And I wasn't going to answer that, but she was like creepy. Like it's creepy. Let's not, let, let's back away from the situation. It, it, it's creepy. So I didn't answer. Her. And then since then he's, you know, called and I I was, and I did the thing, I let him know, I was like, hey, it was really nice to meet you, but this just isn't going to work out, people need closure, you know, that wasn't good enough for him, so he he called me a couple times, this actually happened right before I went to Italy, and he called me a couple times, and I was in Italy, but I still didn't answer, I could have, but I didn't, because I was like, you know, I told this dude what's what, why is he still calling me, don't be so thirsty, dudes can be thirsty too, ladies, Dudes can be thirsty too, and men don't act like just women are thirsty. Some of y'all are parched. You guys are parched with some chapped ass lips. You are so thirsty. So, he left me a message too, and just like, and then he texted me just like a, like last week. Dudes, man, chill. Netflix and chill, motherfucker. And then another date I went on off the happen app this dude and i texted for a while you know get to know each other do a little texty texty flirty flirty cutie cutie and we decided to go on a date he picks me up at my apartment which now i realize is not a smart move don't have somebody pick you up at your apartment it's mine mine is a you know it's in the back like there's a road you have to drive down it's in between it's in, you know, on the west side of of LA and Marina Del Rey. So it's in this kind of like little back nook. I, I shouldn't have people fucking pick me up at my apartment. I got to be smarter. You know, next thing you guys realize, my podcast hasn't been up in four weeks because some happen date turned out terrible and my head is in one county and my torso's in another. Love isn't real. <laughs> so he picks me up and you know how you can kind of tell the size of somebody by how their shoulders square up to yours, like you can tell if they're long in the torso, long in the leg, kind of. Well, he was sitting down, and he was my height. And on his, he told me he was 5'11", 5'12". And when I sat in his car, he was squared up to me, squared straight up. And in my mind, I'm like, yo, our torsos are the same size, this motherfucker. Our torsos are the same size. He better have some long legs. He better make up for that torso in his legs one of my requirements is a dude to be taller than me. That's all. I don't want to feel like I'm going to be the one that protects you when a home invasion happens. I need a little bit of height. So, um, he picked me up and I'm just like, okay, you know what? Maybe it's not that bad. Maybe he'll be my height. So we go, we park, he gets out of the car and that's when my heart sank. It's a Jeep. Okay. It's a grant. It was a Jeep that he drove. He opened the door and he jumped out of the car and he I couldn't even see him it was almost like an eight-year-old parked the car and got out of the car is he jumped down and then walked around the side of the car to open my door which is very nice but you know what when you're a bitch like me you're like oh a nice guy isn't enough I need an extra three inches (laughs) oh he's opening the car door for me great um is he the same height as me gross I'm single so he just he came around like a little oompa loompa and I was like, "This motherfucker, right now? Are you kidding me? You, where's where's it, where it? seven inches? You lied about seven inches. That's a whole. That's a that's a that's a lot of inches to lie about. That's I'm telling you. There's there's an inch. If he had lied about three inches, I would have let it go. But those extra four inches puts it into the red flag zone. What else are you lying about, huh? You can't even be honest about your height. Then maybe me." And and having a height requirement in the first place isn't so bad. If you are lying about three inches, keep it real, homie. People are going to meet you in real life. I don't know why I'm getting so thug on it, but damn. So then we go into this bar, have a drink. We have one drink. And then the guy comes around. And, you know, it was good. We were talking, chilling. A little, not you know, we didn't really have chemistry. We didn't really have chemistry. And so we were supposed to have dinner. But I think he could feel that we didn't have chemistry. And I, I kind of respect this. He, you know, he just, the waiter came. He was like, do, um, do you guys want another round? And the guy was like, nope. The dude didn't even ask me if I wanted another drink. He was like, nope. <laughs> and I was kind of, re- at first I was like, this motherfucker's not even getting me mac and cheese. Can I get a meal? And then I was like, uh, you know, what are we really going to talk about for another hour and a half? We've already gone through all the bullshit. We did small talk. When it's small talk, it's not good. You want to be talking about shit that doesn't even make sense. That's chemistry when you're just rolling. he, You know, we were just, we on to like, oh, you have a Roth IRA? Oh, what, you know, what kind of risk factor are you on? It just wasn't really working out. So I wasn't so upset, but I, then I got home. He drops me off, you know. He gave me a kiss on the cheek. In my mind, I'm like, bye. Bye, Felicia. Never see you again. I get into my apartment I had to make myself Macaroni and cheese And I was like You know what I probably should have just stay, Stayed and chatt- chatted With the motherfucker For another hour and a half Just so I could have Gotten a good meal So I didn't Because I'm a lady And I You know He realized that We weren't going to be A match made in heaven but It's just so It's like I'm, I feel like I'm Goldie Cox This one's too weird This one's too short You know This one isn't John Stamos <laughs> Who looked dapper at the Emmys. Did I even talk about John Stamos on the uh, last podcast? I don't think I did. But John Stamos looked so good at the Emmys. And um, that he's been doing a lot of press stuff lately for his show that's coming out. And the one thing that I need to say to Gina Rodriguez. Who um, was all over my man. You need to back up. Gina Rodriguez was at the Emmys, and her and John Stamos was flirting, and I don't appreciate it, um, (laughs) he's so freaking cute, he's like 50, and grandfathered, I can't even handle it, um, so, yeah, so I'm trying to get Stamos, don't be too short, don't be too weird, and be John Stamos, that's all, that's all, I mean, God, guys, just chill out, okay, One fun thing I found on Twitter this past week, somebody posted a link about celebrities without their hair extensions. And if you're a girl out there feeling inadequate because you don't look like some celebrity, sometimes it's okay to Google things like celebrities without hair extensions and to Google things like celebrities without makeup. It's okay. Don't hate on them. Do it to realize that a lot of how people end up looking is smoke and mirrors. That's not to say these people and women aren't beautiful, but let's keep it real. A lot of us don't look fresh and, and done up a majority of the time. So it's okay to Google these things. So I went and I Googled celebrities without hair extensions and JLo came up. She posted a picture of her little short hair. And I was just like, there is a God Not that she doesn't look beautiful, not that she's still not a mediocre singer. (laughs) Sorry, you guys, but she is a mediocre singer. She's a mediocre. She she made a mediocre a a bunch of millions on a mediocre career. You know what do you want? All the gay guys are gonna throw shade right now, but I'm just telling you how it is. She had a little short haircut, and it made me feel like I am not such so bad of a person. She doesn't have all that hair. I'm not so bad. I'm doing okay. I'm going to be okay doing me. You know, maybe Orthodox Jewish women really have it figured out. They go out, they all wear the same outfit, put on a wig to cover their hair, and that's it. That's it. They don't have to worry about anything. They're like, mascara? Are you crazy? I have 19 children. I don't have time for mascara. And I'm not worried about it because... Look around on this block. You, it looks like there's clones. It's like the matrix of Orthodox Jewish women out in the streets. The the agent is <laughs> looking for Neo, and, the, and he looks like the, the an Orthodox Jewish woman. <laughs> just a bunch of them pushing strollers with a bunch of kids. They've got it figured out. Don't, we don't have to try so hard. Maybe just being who we are is enough. Maybe just being a good person should be enough. Can we, can we try and do that? try and treat each other right. You know, spread a little bit of love. I'm I still think my intention to bring Carlin into the hospital is a good decision. Oh my god, I can't believe I didn't even mention I'm I just felt the back of my shorts and they're soaked because I got I'm starting to get my first tattoo that I ever got. It's a Tibetan Sanskrit symbol. It's bold. It is in the position of a, a tramp stamp on my back. I'm getting it removed. Uh, I, I love tattoos. I have a lot of tattoos, but there's one in particular that I'm getting rid of. So today I went to my doctor, my dermatologist, who's amazing, and we started the first session. And it wasn't that bad. It wasn't. That, I mean, the pain. Ha- if the tattoo were bigger, it, I, I wouldn't even have done the podcast because it feels like you're being just beaten by the smallest whip, but a very powerful small whip, like a, litter, like a little teeny ninja whip over and over and over. The the, the area that he's removing is kind of small, but I'm, I'm soaking, my pants are soaking because I have ice on my back, and I was like, what's happening? I'm so high that I forgot that I had a tattoo removal appointment today. But I, I think we really need to focus on treating each other right, and me wanting to bring Carlin into the hospital... It's a good thing. And that's what I genuinely want to do. So I think maybe that should be our our beauty standard is to to make other people feel beautiful. But there's not enough money in that, is there? We're a bunch of dicks. So I hope you guys will work on not being a dick this week. That's going to be my challenge to you. Do something not dicky and tell me what you did. Put it on my Facebook page. Tweet it at me. Instagram it. Tell me what you did that was not dicky. I want to know. I want somebody to do do something good for somebody else out there. I'm going to give a shout-out to my girl Jacqueline Young. I told you guys about her. She's on Instagram. Check her out. That's my girl. She's doing her thing. She's taking care of herself, looking beautiful, being strong, going through her um, disease that she has. Um, let's see if I can remember how to say it. Superior mesenteric artery syndrome. I think that's, w- that's I think that's what it is. I'm going to Google it right now. Let's see if I remembered superior mesenteric artery syndrome. That's that's what Jacqueline Young has, and she's one of my friends, and I like to give her a shout out. Also, I'm going to be doing another giveaway for next week. Your your duty, everybody out there listening. If you want to, I have another Urban Smith custom necklace it's a nameplate and on the necklace it says fuck it so if you want to win this necklace next week I want you guys to pick a rap name for me I need a rap name Marcel and I are gonna drop some wraps and I need a rap name I w- it would be fun if it could be a pun off of something or if you change an already existing rap name because Marcel's rap name is Queef Latina So it's a cute little switcheroo. So if somebody out there can give me a rap name, you're going to win my Urban Smith customized nameplate necklace that says, fuck it. That's your job for next week. Um, Coming up on the road, like I said, this coming weekend, I'm going to be in New Brunswick, New Jersey at the Stress Factory October 1st, 2nd, and 3rd with Marty Caproni. Um, And then I'm going to be at the Pittsburgh Improv October 15th, 16th, 17th, and 18th. Get tickets for that. The end of October, the 23rd, 24th, and 25th, I'll be at Washington, D.C. Improv. So, this weekend's Stress Factory. October 15th through 18th is the Pittsburgh Improv. October 23rd to 24th is a D.C. Improv. I'm coming at you. I'm on the road. I'm going to come at you. I'm going to find you and I'm going to make you laugh, motherfucker. Love each other. Love yourselves. Don't be a dick. Do something non-dicky this week. Okay, guys? I'm gonna go order macaroni and cheese because I'm still high. Bye! Yo, who's our munchies tonight, yo? Not me. Like I said, uh, be me. <laughs> what do you guys want? Get some sour cream and onion chips. With some dip, man. Some beef jerky, some peanut butter. Get some Haagen-Dazs ice cream bars. A whole lot of hot, make sure chocolate. Gotta have chocolate, man. Some popcorn, bread popcorn, graham crackers. Graham crackers is the marshmallows, the little marshmallows, and the little chocolate bars. And we'll make some s'mores, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, y'all. Right. <laughs> also, celery, grape jelly, uh, Captain Crunch with the little crunch berries, pizzas. We need two. Big pizzas, man. Everything on them with water, a whole lot of water, and onions. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Anyone want anything else? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me a, a box of condoms and um what's that stuff? I used to eat it all the time back in the day. Pussy. That's right. You got it. Uh, I'ma stop singing this song <laughs> yeah. because I'm high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm singing this whole thing wrong <laughs> because I'm high. Bring it back, bring it back. <laughs> and if I don't sell one copy, I'll know why. why yeah, hey, Cause I'm high. Cause I'm high. Cause I'm high. Are you really like high, man? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He really Uh-oh. is hot, man. Shoot, 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 be do wah. Get jiggy with it. skippity bee bop, <laughs> do wah. <I. laughs> oh, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. <laughs>